We're talking about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And I'm telling you, God wants us walking. Do you believe that God wants us walking in his giftings? Amen. And, uh, you know, you know, the Bible talks about that we don't have natural weapons, but we have supernatural weapons. And uh, and God wants us walking in uh, the supernatural. Do you believe that today? And, you know, Jesus walked in the supernatural and then he taught his disciples. He actually taught them to go out and to go minister to people and to lay hands on the sick and to cast out devils. Amen. And those are two nat uh, supernatural things. When you lay hands on the sick and see supernatural healings going forth. Has anybody ever prayed for somebody in here and see and, and see God work and heal somebody? I'm telling you, it is pretty awesome to pray for somebody and actually see the power of God in operation. And it really, it just emboldens your faith. And it, and it comes, it, it really, be, it, it, in other words, the gospel, the truth of God's word becomes more than just us sitting like in a classroom on Sunday morning just hearing about it. But we're actually, actually experiencing it and walking in it. Anybody know what I'm talking about here? And I'm telling you, God is so awesome. When, when, when you start walking in the gifts of the spirit, it makes the, your faith go so much higher Amen. And, and I, I, I've seen the gifts operate in my life even before I became a pastor. I prayed for people and, and seen healings and, and God do things. And so it, it's for everybody. And I'm going to say this. When I started out, I started out nervous. When I prayed for somebody, I was like, is this going to work? Do you know what I'm talking about? And, so, you know, it's OK because, you know, you're not making it happen. It's God. Amen. You're just being a vessel of obedience. And so you can start off a little nervous. Amen. And you can be a little nervous and praying for somebody. But it's God. He gets all the glory because we don't heal anybody. It's God that heals. But God can work through us. You believe that today? So we're talking about the gifts of the spirit. And in 1 Corinthians 12, 1, if you want to turn there. Uh, Paul is talking about, he says, now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. So the whole chapter of, of, of 12, of 1 Corinthians chapter 12, a lot of the chapters talking about the gifts of the Spirit. We're going to talk about that. We're going to read through this 4 through 11. And I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to recap a little bit on the, the gifts last week and then go into uh, the power gifts. And, um, and God wants us walking in, in these things. Well, why, why am I preaching on this, you may ask. You know, isn't this just for preachers? Isn't walking in the power of gifts? And, no, it's for all of you. I'm going to say this. The gifts of the Spirit is not just for the five-fold ministry. Because the Bible says that believers, can somebody say believers? Any believers in here today? Do I have any, do I have any believing believers? Because a lot of us are believers, but are we, what are believing believers? Believing believers are the ones that believe the word and do the word. In other words, put the word of God in action. And when we start putting the word, listen, when you start putting the word of God in action, ooh, man, are you hearing what I'm saying today? God, I'm telling you, your faith will go to another level. And so, so believers can lay hands on the sick and what? They shall recover. But God can operate through giftings. You know, we talk a lot about the power of Jesus' name. How many people know that Jesus' name is powerful? 
It is powerful. You know, I had somebody try to assault me one time, try to throw a rock at me. Can you believe me? Throw a rock at me? But, and, uh, and, and Yin was there, and Yin said, no in Jesus' name. That guy took that rocking on. Dropped it. There's power in the name of Jesus. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? You know, some, uh, you know, just like, you know, if you understand the power of Jesus' name, somebody could be trying to attack you. You use that name of Jesus. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? In faith. And that person can be arrested. The spirit that's operating through that person can be arrested. Do you believe that? And God can do the supernatural. So we have to believe that. Say, I believe that. I believe Say, I believe in the power, in the power. Of, Jesus. of Jesus. And so, you know, the Bible says in the end days, some people, you know, even the church, they will deny the power of the spirit. In other words, they will just come into church, but they will hear a good message that pumps you up. But they don't really believe that the power of God still works. In miracles. But God still works in miracles. Amen? Why am I preaching on this? The reason why I'm preaching on this is because the Bible talks about that we need to earnestly desire the best gifts. Paul says earnestly desire the best gifts. So you have to have a desire for the gifts of God to operate through you. Okay? Number two, the reason why I'm preaching on this, because the gifts don't just, they don't come through fasting. Amen. Somebody say, if I just fast enough, I'll get the gifts. No, they come through hearing about them, studying them, and believing that you can walk in them. In other words, the reason why I'm preaching on the gifts, because faith comes by hearing, and hearing... By the word of God. So you're going to start believing, maybe I can lay hands on the sick. Maybe God has a spiritual gift for me. Maybe, maybe I can walk in a gifting. And it's a gift. It's something you don't work for. And so we're going to, we're going to talk about that. But let's just read this. In 1 Corinthians 12, 4 through 11, it says, There's diversity of gifts, but the same spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it's the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for, for the profit of all. So, so the gifts are, are given to each of us for the profit of all, for the entire body. For one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit. To another, the word of knowledge through the same Spirit. To another, faith the same spirit to another gifts of healings by the same spirit to another the working of miracles to another prophecy to another discerning of spirits to another different kinds of tongues to another the interpretation of tongues but one of the same spirit works all these things distributing each one individually as he wills amen so, so we see here, there are giftings, and we talked about it last week. There are actually nine gifts of the Spirit, and you can separate them into uh, three categories. And the first category is the revelation gifts. And these gifts uh, reveal something. And I don't know about you, but I, wanna, I want God revealing some things to me. I, 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 you know, especially when I'm ministering to somebody, it, it, it's nice to have God reveal something, not so that you can gossip to somebody else about what their problem is. Hello. Right. 
but it's for you to help them. If you're a person that can't keep a secret, you probably won't get a gift of knowledge or wisdom operating in your life because you'd be telling everybody about it instead of helping them. Are you hearing what I'm saying today? In other words, if you're used to telling secrets all the time, then God's probably not going to be telling you a lot of secrets about people. So, so God wants to reveal the secret things. He wants to reveal these secret things so that he can reveal them to us for, for our edification and to help other people. Amen? And so, and so we, we look at the revelation gift. I'm just going to touch on it again because I, I, I believe the more I minister on the gifts, the, 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 the greater the possibility that we'll start operating in them. And I'm going to say this, you know, the Bible says that we're created for good works. How many people believe that? But most people has brought good works down to, you know, blessing somebody with money or helping somebody in their yard. And those, that's good works. That's good. But what about supernatural works? I mean, it's good to help somebody. Don't get me wrong. We should be helping people. But what about praying for people and seeing the supernatural work where they can see the glory of God in another level? Do you know what I'm talking about? When they will see the react. I mean, I'm telling you, I'm going to say this. When you when God starts revealing to you something about somebody that 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 they don't know how you knew about it, a secret about their life. And when God reveals it to them, what happens? They like, man, there must be a God. Amen. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Man, man, this guy doesn't even know me. And he knew what I did last night. Man, that's powerful. Why? It's to get them to a place where they're focusing, where they're looking back to God. Not to look at the person that's walking in the gift, but it's to glorify God. It's to point to God's glory. Amen? So the gift of the word of wisdom, I didn't hit on this last week, but in, in all three categories, the revelation gifts, the power gifts, which we'll be talking about today, and the inspirational gifts, the revelational gifts, there's always one is, that's the best. And in the revelation gift, the best revelation gift out of the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge and discerning of spirits, is the word of wisdom. So, it, so if you want to ask for a gift, ask God to give you the word of wisdom. Why is that? Because the word of wisdom, it, it, it's, a, it's a knowledge of God that he wants to reveal something in the future of what he wants to come to pass or what, what, what may can't come to pass in the future. In other words, the word of wisdom, God wants to prepare us. Can somebody say preparation? Because I, I don't know about you, as Holy Ghost people, as, as, God, as Jesus followers, we shouldn't be caught off guard when something happens. Amen. In other words, if we're walking with God, God will reveal things ahead of time. Amen. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? You know, um, my, uh, my, my wife came into church. This was when we were back at the theater. And, 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 and she heard the Lord say um, something about that my dad wasn't going to be here much longer. As she walked in, and she just kind of blew it off and said, no, he's going to live until Jesus comes back. But it was like the Lord was revealing to my wife that my dad was going to go home to heaven. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? And, you know, it, it may be hard, but God wants to prepare us. 
He wants us in a position where we're prepared and he doesn't want us to be caught off guard. God can reveal to you when a loved one is hurting. Why? So we can be prepared or maybe we can help them. God wants us operating in the supernatural. Amen? Not just, yeah, not just for our sakes, but for the sakes of others. So the gift of word of wisdom is a supernatural revelation by the Spirit of God concerning the divine purpose in the mind and the will of God for the future. So it's always future tense. Amen? And so, and so we need to understand that, that God operates and he will reveal things through that. Now, how does he do that? Well, you know, God can reveal something to us. He can actually speak to us in an audible voice. It's rare. It won't happen to too many people, but he can do that. He did that with Moses in the burning bush. He spoke to Moses about his calling and what he, what he wanted Moses to do for the future. And he wanted to deliver the, the, the Israelites out of the Egyptian bondage. God is saying that today. Through the gifts of the Spirit, he wants us to be deliverers. Are you listening to what I'm saying? He wants us to be in a position where we can deliver others out of the hand of the enemy. And I want to walk in those giftings, amen? Uh, in, 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 the, in the book of Acts, chapter 9, uh, do you remember the story when Paul um, was, was on his horse? He was, he was uh, going to Damascus, and he, he was in, in the process of, of delivering letters and putting people in jail. And this is where he thought he was serving God. And then, remember, Paul got knocked off his horse. Some of us might need to get knocked off our horse every once in a while. What I'm talking about, our horse of pride, our high horse. Anybody ever heard that? You might need to get off your high horse. And so he thought he was doing something right, serving God, thinking that the Christian faith was, was a false you know, religion that was trying to destroy Judaism. But really what it was doing, it was completing, you know, the covenant. Amen. And, and he got knocked off the horse, but he heard an audible voice. Amen. And, and, and that audible voice said to Paul, you know, you know, you know, you're, 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 why are you persecuting me? And then the audible voice, and then Paul said, who are you? And he, and, and he said, Jesus. So, so God can reveal himself through an audible voice. He can reveal himself um, through a vision. He can give you a vision of the future. I remember that uh, this one pastor was going through uh, all this depression. And, um, and he, was just, he, he, was, he was actually an assistant pastor, uh, assisting a, a, a pastor of a mega church. Uh, that was Chris Hodges. And he said that he was, just, he, he was doing, everything was fine. His bills were fine. His money was fine. He wasn't in debt. It was nothing, you know, everybody was healthy in the family. But he was depressed. And he didn't know why he was so depressed. And, and so they went on their 21 day of fasting and he fasted for 17 days on water. He, he went all out because he was thinking about really, go, you know, getting medical help for his depression. And, uh, and, so, and so the Lord gave him a vision of, of a church that he would be pastoring. Now he's pastoring a church, you know, uh, with, with thousands of people in it. He became a senior pastor. And, and God gave him a vision of what he was doing. And, and, and now he's doing the vision that he saw. Amen. And some of us, you know, the reason why we not, we're not so happy in our walk, because we're not really in that 
place called there yet. In other words, we're in a place, but we're miserable in it. Are you listening to what I'm saying? But God wants to give us some vision. He wants to show us where we need to go. And, and, and maybe it's a good thing you're miserable. Because hopefully your misery will push you into the deeper, deeper things of God. To where you say, God, why am I not happy? Because there's higher places for God to take us to. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? God wants to take us to higher places. You don't even know who you are yet. You don't even know the great things that God has in store for you yet. You may not, you, some of you may be called to preach full time and you're saying, no, not me. You don't, don't ever say not me. I said I would never pastor and I'm up here. Amen. I thought, you know, I made a, I made a, I would never be a pastor. You know, I thought I'd be an evangelist, maybe, maybe a, a, a teacher in the body of Christ, but I never thought I'd be a pastor. But God, God's the one that does the calling. Amen. And then God can give you a dream, a natural dream like Joseph and, or, or, and, 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 and reveal truth. Glory to God. Or he can, he can come through a vocal gift, through a prophetic word. Uh, I remember I was in a meeting. This was right before I went to uh, Bible school. And uh, I just, you know, I, I thought it was my idea to go to Bible school. I just wanted to go to Bible school because I just wanted, the main reason I wanted to go to Bible school wasn't to go into ministry, was just to get more of God. In other words, I was seeking after God. I wasn't seeking after ministry. I just want more God. Anybody in there that want more God in here? You know, that's why I'm in church today. I just want more God. What? More God, like I always say, is a good thing. The greater understanding that you have of God, the greater peace you're going to walk in, the greater joy you're going to walk in, and the greater trust you're going to walk in. Because what is faith? Trusting God. Amen? And I don't know about you, but I want to know God. I want to know more about God. Because if I have a greater understanding of God, my faith will be in a greater place for me to walk out what God wants me to walk out. Are you listening to me this morning? And so, and so here, the word uh, 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 wisdom uh, can be conditional. I want to say that. God may, may reveal something to us, but it, it, it can be conditional. And what I mean by that is, is that, in, let me give you an example. In 2 Kings 20, 1 through 6, we have the king Hezekiah, and he's sick unto death. And, um, and the prophet Isaiah comes in, and, and he has a word from the Lord. And he spoke, speaks to Hezekiah and says, get your house in order. Ooh, that's a strong word. Amen. And so, and so because you're about to... Meet the maker, you know. You don't want a word like that sometimes. And so, you know, and Hezekiah wasn't satisfied. He wasn't like, oh, praise God. And so Hezekiah, you know, I'm going to paraphrase it. He, he, he turned his face to the wall and he started praying and said, God, you know, I've tried to do everything right. And, and he cried to, out to God. And, 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 and this was a, a word of wisdom. God spoke a word of wisdom to the prophet. You're going to die. And then before the, the, the prophet Isaiah walked out of the kingdom, uh, God turned around and told Isaiah to tell him he has 15 more years. 
Thank God that the word of wisdom can be conditional. Amen. On the opposite side, if God is showing you some good things, it's conditional on our obedience to following him. God could be saying, I, I want to make you a millionaire, you know, so you can fund the body of Christ. But you're going to have to get faithful in the little. You're, you're going to have to start tithing and giving offerings. Oh, God, do I have to do that? Yeah, yeah. If, you're, if God's going to move you into a place where he can use you mightily, because there is a, there, in the Bible, there is a gifting called the giver. And, 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 and he may place that on some of you to be a giver. But if, we're, if we don't start walking in obedience to what he's telling us today to do, then we may not enter into that ministry in the future. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? And I, somebody, look at your name and say, get obedient. Ah, boy, I'm telling you, it, it hurts so good, doesn't it? And Jonah, I love this because Jonah, uh, God raised up as a prophet to, to minister to Nineveh. And, and Nineveh had impending judgment on Nineveh because these people were doing a lot of evil things. And, and so God said to, to Jonah, go tell Nineveh that, that, that judgment's about ready to hit. I'm going to wipe this city out. And Jonah hated, hated the Ninevites and did not like the Ninevites because they were a wicked people. And, uh, and so Joseph, uh, Jonah ministered to the Ninevites. And what happened? The Bible said that God relented, that God changed his mind in, 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 in judging Nineveh. Ooh, are you hearing what I'm saying today? In other words, God can give us a word of wisdom, but it may not always come to, it can come to pass, but it may not come to pass. Amen? And so, and so we, we see that, so it can be conditional. The word of wisdom is used a lot of times to set people in ministry. Sometimes God will reveal uh, to, to you uh, that, that God's calling you uh, into the ministry. Amen? And he will confirm it through other people, amen? But he may, he may do that in the book of Acts 9. Uh, there was a man uh, that, that God moved on, uh, a disciple, uh, and, and he was the one that prayed for Paul. And he, he revealed to, to, to this disciple, Ananias, he revealed to him that, that, that Paul was going to preach to the Gentiles and suffer many things. And so and Ananias was there, and, and a word of knowledge came to Ananias and says, Paul, uh, this, this man Paul of Tarsus is, is blind, he's in the city, and you need to go over there and, and pray for him. And of course, Ananias said, this man's putting people in jail, God. And God said, that's okay, I'm turning him around. And this is what I love about God. It doesn't matter, you know, how bad your relatives might look. It doesn't matter what they're believing right now. God can turn around anybody. Yes. Do you believe that today? Yes. And God can turn anybody around. And, and his power, we just got to keep believing. Yes. Say, keep believing. And then the word of knowledge is a supernatural revelation by the Spirit of God concerning certain facts in the mind of God relating to people, places, or things. Amen. And this is, this is for ministry. Uh, in, in John 4, I talked about last week, in the Gospel of John, Jesus ministered to the lady at the well and revealed to her that she had, what, five husbands and the husbands she didn't have. 
or the, or the guy that she, she was living with wasn't her husband. Remember that? And so that, that made her, that woke her up. Like, oh man, this is a, a holy man. This is a prophet of God. He's telling me everything I've done. See, see, when you start revealing to people, you know, the secrets of their heart, they're going to know God is watching. See, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people don't think God's watching. A lot of people don't think, oh, you know, if I don't think about God, God doesn't think about me. No, God is always watching. The Bible says his eyes go to and fro. Looking, you know, for those whose hearts are upright before him. He's always watching. So, so, so the, the gift of the word of knowledge is something present or in the past. God will reveal something present about somebody or the past. Amen? What they've done. Uh, I remember that I was listening to Brother Hagen, and he operates in this gift. And, uh, and this guy came to church, and he, I mean... Uh, and, and Brother Hagin, when he prays for people, some people fall out. And this guy said to his wife, oh, he's hypnotizing people. He, he, I don't believe anything he does. And, 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 but he said, and, and the guy said to his wife, but I'm going to go just to please you. And, and the Holy Spirit revealed that to Brother Hagin. And Brother Hagin said, sir, you said to your wife, how would you like me to preach like that today? <laughs> you said to your spouse, you didn't want to come to church. And he said, sir, you, uh, you said to your wife that I hypnotize people. <laughs> I mean, that's bold. And you said to your wife that, that, uh, that, that you're just coming just to please her, that this was all fake. But, it, but God is revealing this to me to tell you that it's real. And that guy ran to the altar and slid into the altar and, and, and asked God and, and received Christ. <laughs> Are you hearing what I'm saying? He ran. We might need some people running to the altars. We might need some people, you know, we might need that gift in operation. Discerning of spirits is a gift that, that gives insight into the spiritual realm. I, I didn't really go into it fully last week because it was at the end. But, but, but discerning of spirits, you can discern angels and demons. You can discern human spirits, good or evil tendencies. So, so you can, you can God will give you a discernment or give you the ability to see into the spirit realm or to perceive in the spirit realm. What is this gift good for? It's good for casting out demons. <laughs> How many people want to cast the demons out here? No, I don't. Well, I got one in my spouse that I want. No, I won't go there. But uh, are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? Uh, you know, but, but it's, it's a discerning. You want to be able to discern. Amen. And it's a great gift because you know what? When pe some people get sick, not everybody is, is sick organically. What do I mean by that? It may not be something natural. It might be, they might be sick because there might be a supernatural involved. It might be a demonic spirit keeping them sick. Remember Jesus would pray for people that had epilepsy and he would pray and it was a spirit. It wasn't just an organic sickness. But if you're operating that gift, you're not just praying for healing. You're praying for deliverance. I'm deputizing some of you today. I'm, 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 I'm giving you authority today to go cast out some devils. Say, I'm believing. Amen. And that's what, see, the devil shouldn't be running the church around. Can I say it again? No, see, the, the problem is that we're all, always dealing with our problems and all the, all the things the devil's trying to do to us. We can't even think about setting anybody else free. 
See, the devil's trying to keep you all bound up in your own problems. No, no, release those. Go, go, go set somebody free. Even if you're bound up a little bit. Paul preached and he had some, he had some problems with his eyes. And he was preaching the gospel and his eyes were running and they looked bad. Tune in next week for the completion of this message. We would like to invite you to join us Sunday morning at 4136 Holland Road, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Service starts at 10.30 a.m. Nurseries and Children's Church provided. This broadcast is made possible by the Congregation of Exceed Life Church. For more information, visit us at exceedlifechurch.org.